Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me. Now today I'm going to be talking to you about some stuff that I've been collecting over the past week and I wanted to jump into some really helpful things that I think may benefit you or give you something to think about in regards to navigating where we are um, and navigating many of the changes that are happening for all of us. So today I'm going to be talking to you about five things that I've been coaching over and over again over the last week and I just wanted to offer some insights and some thoughts and hopefully some tangible steps for you to consider um, to help you navigate what's going on and how you're feeling. So this week um, I have been spending a heap of time speaking to absolutely everyone in my community. Um, I've been sending a lot of messages and doing a lot of phone calls and just really understanding where everyone is at. Um, I have a gym that is obviously closed down here in Melbourne, um, but we are still running our services online and, you know, making sure that all of our ladies um, have got their training taken care of. And so I've been speaking to everyone and making sure that the transition is smooth and also understanding where they're at and how we can help them, whether it's from myself or from my team as well. Now, the five things I'm going to talk to you about have been you know, themes that have been coming up over and over again. So I wanted to offer some insight here and also some steps and and just some thoughts to get you get you thinking. So I'm gonna jump straight in. Now one of the the first thing that I wanted to talk about that I believe will help many right now is I urge us all to be active in our awareness around how we're feeling. So this is probably the first thing that I wanted to Um, jump into because I think it's probably the most important thing out of the five that I'm going to be talking about. Now, there are a lot of thoughts and feelings that we've got going on in our heads, right? And we know, you know, I talked about this in my previous podcast, we're all feeling very, very different. And there is no right or wrong way of how we should be feeling through this experience. But at the end of the day, I, I haven't talked to anyone this week that isn't feeling something that has been as a result from COVID and our changes and our restrictions. So I just want us to be, take a little bit of time to be really active in understanding how we are feeling and be active in gaining awareness around our feelings. Because, you know, I think it is a time for us to be taking charge of our own thoughts and feelings and taking charge of our emotions. And I know that everything is so heightened right now. Um, There's a lot of fear a lot of fear amongst everyone. Um, I know for sure that media is is sometimes perpetuating the problem and, and highlighting a lot of these emotions. But I think it is a time for us to go, okay, this is where we are at. This is what life is right like right now. And for us all to be super active in gaining awareness. Now, how do we be active in gaining awareness? And what does that even mean? So being active in, in, our, in our awareness around how we're feeling is setting aside time or having conversations or reaching out to someone in order to kind of not under not necessarily just understand the thoughts but start to bring light to the thoughts upstairs because 
a lot of the time I can't, you know, understand my thoughts completely by myself. I need to have um, external help and external support. But I think the first step is us making a decision to be like, you know what, things aren't the same right now and I feel a little bit funny or I feel a little bit sad or have lots of worry or whatever it might be. So just taking that first step to be like, okay, it's time for me. I'm an adult. This is my body. This is my mind. This is my life. However, it has changed right now. And for us to be gaining some awareness there. Now, ways we can do it, like I said, is obviously reaching out, whether it's a partner or a friend and making sure that we are reaching out to someone and having that conversation where it's you know, it feels safe and it feels right and it's not going to be a chore for us to have to do that. So meaning if I reach out to someone, um, I've got a number of different people in my life that I talk to, but I'll tend to have different people for different scenarios. So if it's something in regards to my business, um, I would reach out to someone that has the same kind of lens as me with business. And it just means that I don't get really frustrated about it because I don't have to do like a lot of back explanation because you know how like sometimes you'll talk to someone and you have to give them big old backstory so that they can get to the point of what you want to explain to them and to me sometimes that makes me so frustrated because I'm like oh why do I even bother and then we just sit and stay with our thoughts anyway so making sure that being active with your awareness and how you're feeling if you're wanting to use external support is having those appropriate people that you can reach out to Um, Another big thing that we can do to start to bring some awareness around our thoughts is having prompts. So whether it's journal prompts um, that you've come up and you've written in your journal yourself, or whether it's like predetermined questions that are in journals that are already printed. Um, I do a lot of this with our community. So some daily questions and some weekly questions. Um, And one thing that I urge you to think about when you're doing something like that is to make them like, don't make it too complicated. Don't give yourself a task that literally feels like a heavy, heavy task or a lot of homework because we're more inclined to say, hey, I just can't be bothered right now. It's so much work. So even if it's one question every single day and your questions could be literally, how am I feeling at the end of the day if you wanted to do it before bed or even in the morning because you want to set the tone for the day is how am I feeling today and what do I need to do to have a great day? So bringing awareness and being active around bringing awareness is the first thing that I wanted to talk about. So it's going to look different for everyone. And it's, you know, certain things and certain tasks are not necessarily going to resonate from person to person. But being active means that, hey, we try something. And if it doesn't feel cool, or it doesn't resonate, then try something else. If we try one thing, and it doesn't work, and we give up, then that's on us. It's not really on anyone else, right? And it's not on the task. The task didn't fail you. It's just that we have to try something else because we're not always going to get it right the first time. So that's my first thing is just be super active with your awareness awareness right now. Um, and I would particularly say that if you are feeling like you're in your head a lot and you can't make sense of what's going on upstairs, then I would urge you to be active with others um, and have a friend or a support or a partner or, or, or coach um, that will help you to unravel some of those thoughts. So that's the first one. Now, the next one I wanted to talk about is I think I'm, I'm finding like we're coming to the, the second week that our gym has been closed. So this is like two, four weeks in isolation now. Um, and I'm finding now that these thoughts are starting to come up now that we're coming to the end of week two and into week three as people are starting to really realize that things are different now. Um, I was explaining this to someone today, how the first week, and this was the same for me, the first week was very much like 
figuring logistics out. What do I need to organize? What do I need to do? What do I need to buy? Um, who do I need to speak to, etc. Lots of to-do lists, lots of um, organization things to get sorted. And what I saw and felt from a lot of people last week, when the organization and the to-do list and all of that kind of stuff is finished, then they're starting to be left with the real feelings and thoughts around, oh man, this is really weird. And this is like, what is actually going on, you know? And I'm finding that I think coming towards this week as well, we're going to see some more feelings of like loss and isolation and those those sad thoughts coming out. Um, and I, the point I wanted to make on the second one is that we do need to recognize that things are different right now. You know, like this is this is going on. Um, and this is not to be like I'm not saying this because we have to accept this. But this is this is our life right now, and this is what we are living in in our country of Australia. You know, I'm living in a life in the fitness industry where gyms are closed. I'm living in a life where I am working from home next to my husband, who is also from home. I'm living in a life where, thank goodness, my child is still able to attend childcare. But I'm living in a life where I am in an industry that, oh my gosh, I love personal connection and. I like that one-on-one -on -one interaction, but that's not happening right now because of the restrictions. So I'm not I'm not saying that this is what I have to get used to. There's a lot of things going out right now around like, quote unquote, like a new normal, like getting used to your new normal. Quite frankly, I don't want this to be my new normal. I don't want my life to look like this. And I know many people um, don't want it to look like this. However, I can't control nor do I know when life is going to go back to what it was like. And I feel like we're all, a lot of us actually are getting like trapped in that kind of narrative in our head when this is over or I can't wait to do this or it's going to look maybe like three to six months or when we can get back and see our friends in person, when we can go out again to dinner um, and we're holding on to those thoughts of when we get back there and when we get back to that time that we loved and quite frankly, a lot of us took for granted and we're trying to con control things that, and we're trying to think in a way that is con like controlling th thoughts um, that we're going to get back there. And we just don't know what that looks like. And we don't know when that might happen or what that might look like or anything like that. And I think because we're wanting to subscribe to that and wanting to have that going through our head, it is still making us feel a bit funny, you know, because it's like we are mourning the loss of something without truly recognizing that this is what it's like. So I'm not saying we need to fully accept this as our new normal. I'm not subscribing to that personally. But I think we need to learn to recognize that this is this is different and this is what it is like right now. Um, and that's an adjustment, right? It's going to take an adjustment period for a lot of people. But there are things that we can start doing in order to bring some happiness into her, into our life right now. And that, that comes into the next point of number three. So I do think that looking to create some structures in our day can be very, very helpful. Now, we're also probably seeing a lot of, on social media right now about like creating new routines and putting lots of structures and daily practices and all of that kind of stuff in place to, to you know, like 
um, help to benefit the new life that we have. Now, we've got to remember, like I just said, that this is not what I want to accept as my new normal, but I am also recognizing that this is life right now. And with this new life, I am looking to build things into my days that give me those feelings that I had before. So things that make me feel happy and fulfilled and things that I'm enjoying. So thinking back to prior to COVID, what were the things that made you feel good? What was the stuff that you used to do that gave you those feelings that contributed to your your happiness? And your mind might go to things that were outside of isolation. That's quite normal, right? So it might be, you know, I used to be able to go for like hikes or go out and have brunch with my friends or whatever it is. But one little point that I also wanted to bring up is that I'm seeing is that people are also mourning the loss of things that they might not have done anyway. So when I've asked people this question, say, what would you be doing prior to COVID? And they're telling me these things that they might be doing. And then they're kind of laughing and saying things like, but to be fair, I'd probably be at home a lot anyway. I'm finding that because we've been told we can't do things and because we are isolated based on restrictions, we're also mourning the loss of things that we might not have done, but we wouldn't like we wouldn't actually do them in our normal everyday things anyway. But because we're controlled and told we can't do it, we want it, right? You know, if you're told you can't do something, what you what do you want to do? You want to do that thing. So when it's when we're when we're starting to look to create some structure in our days, we need to go, okay, instead of always tuning into that one wavelength or that one thought pattern of, well, I would like to be doing all these things that I can't be doing right now, let's take it down a notch and let's take, you know, that like stroppy teenager attitude off and let's start to reframe that and say okay what were the things that I used to do prior to COVID that I enjoyed was it socializing with friends having brunch okay what can be an alternative that you could do on a Saturday instead of having your usual Saturday brunch could you have a coffee via zoom or a phone call or a a FaceTime on Saturday in that normal time Maybe you really liked to read and you haven't been scheduling time to read during this new experience. You know, maybe you enjoyed training, but because training has been varied right now and, you know, you are missing some of that motivation that you've let that slip and maybe you need to pick it up a little bit and say, hey, this is not ideal right now. This is different. But once you do move, you know you're going to feel better anyway. Maybe it's going ahead and creating some structure in your day by going for a 15-minute walk super, super early when there's no one on the streets. You know you can feel safe from with isolation and you know you can get those steps in, put some music on or have complete silence and that's going to structure your day as well. So we need to look at some stuff that we enjoyed prior to COVID and we might need to make changes and variations to it, but we can also build those back into our days. Um, I used to do a fair bit of driving and I've saved a lot of time driving right now, but I have noticed that I've been listening to less podcasts and I was starting to feel a little bit funky. And then when I put the two and two together, I said, okay, well, you used to get that tune in from your podcasts at least an hour a day. And now that's dropped off. So I looked at doing an alternative, which was doing a lot more walking in the morning, which I've never done before um, as frequently as I do now by giving myself some some podcast in the morning and it's making me feel really good. It's tuning in for my day. So what can you create 
And what can what can you look to create in your day that's one going to give you some enjoyment and some happiness, and that two is also going to build some structure into your day. So whether it's that morning stuff, whether it's the lunch stuff, or whether it's the evening stuff, what do you need to look at that's going to tune you into those vibes and that energy and that happiness if you're feeling in that space? So that's number three is recognizing that maybe asking yourself, sorry, better way to put it is asking yourself, are you mourning something that you wouldn't usually do just because you're being told that you can't now? The other piece here is what did I used to enjoy and what used to give me happiness due to COVID, uh, before COVID? And then it's going, okay, well, what can I look to put into my day now? How can I create some structure that's going to give me those bursts of happiness and give me the energy that I need and the happiness that I need right now because things are different. Now, number four that I wanted to talk about is reassessing goals. Now, in a health and fitness realm, things are very, very different right now. And I think if you were someone that trained prior, and for anyone listening, you know, you guys are probably more going to be inclined to be of the active, strong type. Um, it's time to reassess your goals and not bury ourselves, not bury our head in the sand. Like a lot of us don't have the same amount of gear available at home. And, you know, the programs and the training style that you used to do does need to shift for a lot of us. And even if you do have gear, um, you know, your mental capacity for training right, right now might also change. So I want you to think about what it is that are your long-term goals and what you can do. So reverse engineering back. So if you had specific strength goals, what can you do by reverse engineering back in order to help and push yourself to your long-term goals anyway? So if it's strength-related goals, how can you be building out those smaller muscle groups and those weaker muscle groups? Or how can you be enhancing your movement patterns with limited equipment? Or how can you be increasing your conditioning to help with higher volume down the track? There are 110% things that you can be doing with your health and fitness goals if you reassess them. And I get it. Um, there are a lot of people in our community that are feeling the loss of the sport of powerlifting and competition. Like if you think about it, we train specifically for squat bench deadlift to get really freaking strong. And we, a lot of us can't do that right now. Competitions are looking like they're going to be stripped. Most of them are obviously in the short term, but who knows what's going to happen in six and six months. We just don't know. So instead of sitting and waiting and going, oh my gosh, you know, boohoo to me and my goals, I can't do this now. I can't do that now. Because that's the perfect picture of what you want to do with your training. It doesn't mean that a, a different version of your training isn't going to help the long-term picture. Okay, so what can you be doing and what side steps can you be doing in order to help the bigger picture right now? Now, also, another point that I wanted to make is, like I said, if you do still have gear available at home um, and it still allows you to train the same way and you're feeling a little bit funky and you are noticing that, you know, your driver's not there and you just don't have the mental capacity, then even though the gear might be, a, be available, don't feel like you have to take advantage of it because I'm noticing that that kind of stuff is coming up as well. I have everything available. No, I don't actually have everything available in my gym because I gave it away to my community. Um, but we've got a barbell and plates for sure. So I could be doing squat bench deadlift. 
but I, I just don't want to right now. I don't have the mental capacity to put towards my training and squat bench deadlift. What feels good to me right now is to move and have less structure with my training. And when I say less structure, I just don't want to train squat bench deadlift, but I want to move and I want to feel my body and you know, feel all the good things of why I love training. So if that is you as well, don't feel like you are obliged because you are one of the lucky ones on this planet right now. Um, because if you go down that track and that's how you train and it doesn't feel right, you are going to get into a spiral and you're going to feel like you should be doing this out of shoulds and I have to and blah, blah, blah. And it's not, it's not truly coming from a place that you want to do it. So regardless of if you have gear or not, or you, you know, or you, your training has been wildly flipped on its head or not, just stop and going, okay, cool. This is where I'm at. So remember point number one, this is where I'm at. My long-term goals are X. What can I do right now? Taking into account my mental capacity. What can I do that is going to help me in the long-term? So what I'm doing right now, normally my goals are to get good at squat bench deadlift. Um, I'm going to go ahead and work on some of my conditioning. And I'm going to try and just be a really good squatter right now. I'm a good deadlifter. I can pick up deadlifts when I want. My bench is meh sometimes. But I just really want to fix some things with my squat. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do some movement. I'm going to go ahead and do some conditioning work because that is feeling good for me right now. How that will play into my longer term goals is, you know what? I'm going to gain some confidence with my squat. I'm going to feel fitter and I'm going to feel like I can take on six by six volume when I, when I come to that next. Okay, so reassess your goals. Don't bury your head. Just because things are different, it doesn't mean that you have to throw the whole plan out the window. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is... What um, a life coach, a podcast that I listen to called The Life Coach School by Brooke Castillo, she talks about equal airtime all the time. And I really, really like this concept. So equal airtime means if you are constantly thinking about negatives and you're always thinking about worry and fears and stuff like that, a lot of the time that is the only wiring that we've got going through. That's the only channel that we're listening to. And I think sometimes we're in a fantasy that those thoughts will go away, away if we do work on them, you know, if we deep dive and if we say, hey, yep, I'm going to change my mindset and I'm going to get, do all this personal development work and, you know, I'm really going to own my thoughts and all this kind of stuff. There is a fantasy that when we say that and when we decide that we're going to do that, that those thoughts are going to go away. When we try and think that and we, we have this preconceived notion that our thoughts are going to magically disappear, we're setting ourselves up for failure because that's we've only got one channel that's going through the same thing over and over again. Fear, worry, deep dive, I'm going to fix this. It's all tuned to one negative story. And giving equal airtime to our, our brain is, hey, if you've got that negative narrative going on most of the time, how can you switch that channel? How can you have a narrative that is empowering and positive and, you know, building confidence and giving you options and problem solving and all that kind of stuff? So I just want you to be considering what can you do to give yourself equal airtime in the, in the narrative, in the radio stations, in the channels that you're consuming. If you're on social media and all you're hearing is, a lot of worry and reading a lot of like worry about restriction and all that kind of stuff, then you need to put equal airtime to consume some other stuff. Okay. And another point that I want to make here is that when we have these negative thoughts, we have to recognize that these thoughts just don't go away. 
okay? They simply don't go away. They are still there. It's just that when we spend equal airtime, we make the other channel as powerful as the negative, okay? But what happens is that with this negative talk, people truly don't want to lean into the negative stuff or the worry or the fear because, you know, it, it gets built up in our head that it's scary and that it's going to make it worse. And I don't know if I start to open into those thoughts, how am I going to be at the end of it? And when we do that, we don't even give ourselves an option to understand those thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts. They actually don't kill us. They are not like standing in front of us with a gun shooting us. They are simply constructs of our head. And But we give, we give our thoughts that much power. We, we literally run away from our thoughts sometimes if they're in that negative space or that worry space or whatever because, you know, we give it so much power and in fact, we are giving it a gun and it can shoot us and it can kill us. But the thing we need to do is we actually need to hold space and, you know, lean into those thoughts and, and see what's going on and recognize that, hey, once you open that Pandora's box, it ain't actually going to hurt us. But a lot of the time we don't give ourselves that opportunity to even go there. And by doing that, we just perpetuate the problem and we go around in a circle. So if you're finding and that's resonating with you that point around you're always feeling those thoughts, but you also know that you're not really opening into Pandora's box, then the first thing is that for one, like point one, we need to become aware and we need to step into them a little bit and recognize that it ain't going to kill us. But we also need to give to be giving equal airtime and doing some stuff and reading some books and listening to podcasts and talking to coaches and all that kind of stuff in order to give equal airtime on the alternative, which is empowering and confident and taking ownership and controlling what you can control and all that other stuff that doesn't make you feel like you're you are lost and you can't help yourself. So if you're finding that the typical media that's going around right now, especially if you're an Instagram and, and obviously Facebook user, there will be a lot of worry and a lot of scaremongering and a lot of genuine fear because there are genuine things going on in this world. But we have to know if that's the most we're consuming, then we need to take responsibility on giving equal airtime and maybe consume and digest some other information. What's some really awesome podcast that you can be listening to right now that is going to talk to you about language patterns and, and teaching you to tune into a different narrative. So I love that that concept from Brooke Castillo. It's amazing. And that's what I endeavor to do in my days every single day. That's why I listen to podcasts when I'm driving, because my thoughts don't go away. Um, a lot of people say to me, they're like, you're always happy or you always look like you're on top of it and all this kind of stuff. And I have to say to them, look, thank you. Um, but you know, I, I'm not, I have those thoughts as well, but I just choose to give equal airtime to something else and recognize that those other thoughts aren't just going to dissipate. And if I sit and, and hope and wish that those negative thoughts or those worries or fears or whatever are going to dissipate, then I'm going to get caught there and I ain't never going to move forward. So instead, what I choose to do is see those things, see those thoughts, just let them sit on one shoulder and then equal airtime. I'm going to build some other stuff on the other shoulder and watch that push me forward. Okay. So I hope that those five things have given you something to think about and something to really consider as we're not necessarily settling into this because, you know, like I said, I don't want this to be our new normal and I don't want my life to be a, a business owner in an industry where 
we are personal. We deal with human beings and I love the, the connection of human beings, but this is where life is right now. And instead of me wishing and hoping for when this is over and when we can do this again and when I can get back into my gym and blah, 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 blah. I don't think that's constructive or especially helpful to stay in those thoughts. So instead, what I'm going to do is recognize it for what it is and see that we are living in this different world right now, but I'm going to spend a lot of efforts on reassessing my goals and giving equal airtime and building structure into my, my days now that they look a little bit different. No, I mean, look, they look quite different. Um, timing is different. The the things I do, however, are quite, quite similar. I'm still coaching. I'm still communicating and doing all those things, but it, it does feel different. So I'm under no illusion. And if I try and pull the wool over my eyes and change all these routines and put new structures in to, to really create this new normal, then that's not going to feel right to me. So I hope that's given you something to think about guys and, and let's start to employ and, and maybe consider some of those steps. I'll talk to you again next week. And, and for now, rest easy, um, you know, focus on what we can and hug whoever we can that's close to us, whether it's a fair animal or a real person. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, H on Instagram or rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.